You're listening to Rhema for Today. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For it's when we act upon God's word, praise God, that then we become recipients of all that God's word promises and all that God's word tells us belongs to us. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Spirit-Filled Life, on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Hallelujah. Now notice, he said, pray with thanksgiving. Here he said, giving thanks. In Hebrews to the Hebrew Christians. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God every once in a while. If we feel like it, if everything's going good, looking good, we've got a pocket full of money. Offer the sacrifice of praise continually. Amen? Hallelujah. That is, now he tells us what this sacrifice of praise is. That is the fruit of our lips. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto his name. Hallelujah. Praise and thanksgiving go hand in hand. But you know, you find, we've been doing our best to correct it, but you find that too many people are substituting clapping for praise. And that's not praise, nor is it worship, either one. Are you listening to me? I've seen meetings, I've been in the ministry 66 years. 60 years ago, 62 or three years ago, I've seen meetings where we just stood and did nothing but praise God for an hour, sometimes a little over an hour. God would move everybody in the house. God healed. Nobody laid a hand on anybody. If you ever been in any kind of those side of services, it's awful hard to get by with something less. Now, see, that falls on deaf ears because you've never been there. But bless God, let's get there. Amen. I said, amen. Amen. Giving thanks every now and then. Giving thanks if it's going all right. Giving thanks always for all things unto God. Now you don't thank God for what Satan's doing. But in the midst of what Satan's doing, you're thanking God for the privilege to believe him. Here's another opportunity to exercise my faith. Here's another opportunity for me to develop my faith. Glory to God. So I thank God for the test. Now you remember what James said in the very first chapter of James, count it all joy. Well, don't you turn over there. I can quote it and you know that, but I just won't take time for you to turn and read. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank God. Say it out loud. The Lord is good. And his mercy endureth. How long? Forever. Now notice what it said. Let's back up here to uh, this 12th verse. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. Now the Greek word translated temptation is also translated 
tests or trials. Blessed is the man that endureth trials or tests. Smith Wigglesworth said, great faith comes out of great tests and trials. Wigglesworth also said, great victory comes out of great battles. Blessed is the man that endureth testing or trials. For when he's tried, see it has to be a test. When he's tried, he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Let no man when he's tried or tested say I'm tested or tried of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempteth he any man. Think about that. It wasn't God then that sent that trial. It wasn't God then that sent that test, was it? It wasn't God that sent that temptation, was it? Amen. Every man's tried or tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and entice and so on. Amen. But he tells us, praise God, for us not only to uh, be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word. Move down a little further in that same chapter, notice 22nd verse. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. For it's when we act upon God's word, praise God, that then we become recipients of all that God's word promises and all that God's word tells us belongs to us. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, going over to the next epistle, that's James, then first epistle of Peter, in the very first chapter he said, talking about Jesus, whom having not seen ye love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Well, joy goes along with thanksgiving, doesn't it? And praise in God. Hallelujah. Amen. So he said, therefore, in this verse that we were looking at back here in Ephesians, praise God, he said, giving thanks always. We should be one characteristic of being filled with the Spirit, of being filled with the Spirit is that you not only have a song in your heart, but you're full of thanksgiving. If you're full of thanksgiving, it's going to come out. You're going to speak it. Giving thanks. That means speaking, doesn't it? Giving thanks. Not thinking thanks, but giving thanks for all things. Now, like I said, you're not going to thank God for something that's evil, but you're going to thank God in the midst of it for the privilege that you have to walk with faith. We're not going to thank God for Satan and what he's doing. Amen. But we're thanking God for the privilege that we have to believe him and to be doers of the word and not hearers only. But you know, there's too many people in the church, instead of full of thanksgiving, they're full of griping and complaining. Amen. Amen. And they've always got something to gripe about, something to fuss about. Amen. You know, they didn't let me sing in the choir. Well, they don't let me either. They may have heard both of us. That's the reason they don't. Amen. And so we gripe and fuss about it but we ought to say, thank God for it. Glory to God. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't let me sing in the choir. I couldn't have done it anyway. Thank God. Amen. You know, they don't ever call on me to pray. Well, just thank God for it. Amen. Hallelujah. 
giving thanks, giving thanks always for all things, amen, unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now then notice the third, third characteristic of the Spirit-filled life. Submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. Submitting yourselves to one another. That's just talking about every one of us as Christians submit to one another. Now, notice the, never, the very next verse, the very next verse, 22nd. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, many people have taken that text, 22nd verse, out of the context and made it say something that it doesn't say. And you can get in trouble in a hurry. Amen. Now, notice he said, submitting yourselves to one another. In the very next verse, very next verse, he said, wives, submit yourself to your own husbands. Well, does that mean that the husband's supposed, you know, to be a dictator, so to speak, and rule over his wife? If that's so, well, in the previous verse, he said submitting yourselves to one another, then we're supposed to rule over one another. We're supposed to dominate one another then, aren't we? No. Actually, the Greek word that's translated submitting or submission doesn't mean what our word submission means. Ask any learned Greek scholar, and they'll tell you the same thing. Actually, the Greek word translated submit yourself to one another actually says listen to one another. And when it said wives, submit yourself to your own husband, it said listen to your husband. Doesn't mean for your husband to dominate you. I had an evangelist, well, a minister, just put it that way, conducting a meeting for me in 1947, last church I pastored that he and his wife and two children, about the same age of our two, just a little, there's, we're a little bit older, stayed in the parsonage with us, ate with us. And I noticed when his wife came to, and at all times, she's just shaking, not she's afraid. I began to talk to him. Bless God, he said, the Bible said for women, wives to submit herself to her husband. She's gonna submit to me. I said, that's not what the Bible teaches. I got real plain with it. He didn't like it, but I did anyway. I said, your poor wife, bless her darling heart's gonna wind up with a nervous breakdown you're gonna be responsible for. It. Doesn't mean for you to dominate her. She, she won't say a word at the table without your permission. One minister and his wife was talking to my wife and I, we went out to eat. I know she's very good, never said anything. Finally, we got to talking, my wife got to talking, so she said, Brother Hagin, does a wife ever have any liberty to express herself. I said, certainly, go ahead and talk. He swelled up like a big baboon. <laughs> if I'd gone by my fleshly inclination, I'd hit him in the mouth with my fist. <laughs> I heard later that that poor lady had a nervous breakdown. They had to put her in an institution. Her husband responsible for her. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this week's subject. Our offer for this month is a two-DVD series from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, The Spirit-Filled Life. There are four DVDs in all, 
Some of the DVD titles are Five Facts About the Being Spirit-Filled and Characteristics of a Spirit-Filled Life and more. These two sets are normally priced for $53.90, but for this special offer, they're now $34.95. That's an $18.95 savings. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. August 24th through the 26th to Chandler, Arizona. We're going to be at Faith Family Church. Pastor Andy and Deborah White. Yep. Uh, Andy was on our staff for a while. Yeah, he so was. So we're looking forward to that. Too. It's going to be, and, and, we're, and, and I'm looking forward to going to uh, the Schaefer's. Yes. Because uh, they came to a meeting. Mike and Jerry came to a meeting that I had back in 72, in the, uh-huh. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, 72. Yeah. At, there at a church in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. they were they were had been in the hippie lifestyle, mm-hmm. and they came. I remember them coming down. Both of them walked together down the front. They received Gave Christ, them. and then they came. Then eventually came to Rama, and and they've been pastoring for years. Yes. And I am so excited to go there and to be there. It is going to be fan fan fantastic. So hey, be sure if you're in that area. Are in the surrounding areas. Let people know that because yes. in that in that in that Albuquerque area, there's a lot of outlying, small outlying cities, mm-hmm. and in the in the Phoenix Chandler, just a part of the Phoenix area there in that whole area. So hey, we want all of y'all guys to come on out and be with us because and- it is going to be fantastic. Tomorrow on Rama for today, we'll continue Kenneth e. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.